0: this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install.
1: For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Uh, John Denton is joining us live from baseball's winter meetings. And, John, the story that I'm getting from national writers... Of the winter meetings to date is the frustration of the lack of stories of the winter meetings so far. What is your impression?
0: Yeah, you know, there's there's a big domino, Shohei Ohtani, who's kind of holding everything up. And, you know, it, it seems like until he signs that nothing's going to happen, you know. Yeah. Yamamoto's not going to sign before Shohei does. Uh, Josh Hader's probably not going to sign until... You know the big thing falls. Blake Shell's probably not going to Snell's not going to know where he's going until, you know, Shohei lands somewhere. So there are a bunch of teams who want Shohei, and if they don't get him, you know, like the Giants and, and the Mets and the Yankees, if they don't go get him, then that's going to drive up Yamamoto's value. And you know, there's rumor going around that originally Yamamoto they thought he would get 200 million. Now it sounds like he may get 280, 300 million. So. Uh, until that big domino falls, then I think you know all the other pieces won't won 't fall into place until until Shohei goes somewhere
1: and uh, that and that stands to reason because if you 're Yamamoto and if you 're hater and if you 're Snell, you want those bidders to be bidding on your guy, and if they 're waiting on Otani then they 're not active in your process. So I understand that uh, from the cardinal perspective. Uh, How much of that domino effect impacts not necessarily free agency, although I know that there may be interest in free agency solutions for the bullpen, but potentially the trades that they may be wanting to make. Can those be intertwined?
0: Yeah, you know, they're having lots of trade talks. They're, They're talking with a lot of teams, but... You know, like the the Giants don't want to do anything until they know where Otani's going, the Mets, the the Yankees, you know, that sort of thing. So it does hold up some of that. But, you know, I, I do think that, you know, they're still having talks with uh, lots of relievers, you know. Uh, Phil Maton, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Phil Maton, you know, it, he's not going to decide. It, it, he doesn't need Shohei to sign for him to go somewhere. Uh, you know, some of these seventh inning, sixth inning relievers, they're going to take the best deal they can get right away. You know, it doesn't, they, they don't have to wait on the big fish. And, you know, the Cardinals have sat down with a lot of agents and players this week uh, of prospective bullpen guys that they're looking for. Uh, you know, I know Cardinal fans want another starting pitcher. You know, everybody believes that they need another starting pitcher, including myself, but I just don't know how realistic that is. They're, they're, they seem to be really focused right now on, their, on fortifying their bullpen.
1: Yeah, that that was my next question. And uh, that is something that Jackson and I wagered on, that the five who the Cardinals would have penciled into their rotation right now, I wagered Jackson that that will not be the five the Cardinals have in the rotation on opening day, therefore operating on the premise, John, that there will be some kind of acquisition. Um, What are your thoughts on that at this moment?
0: Well, you know, Stephen Mats could be hurt by then, so that... You gotta yeah, technicality, that. technicality. <laughs> technicality <laughs> there. Uh, you know, I, I would tend to go the other way. I, I don't... Uh, you know, with the five that they have in position right now, I think they're good enough to win the NL Central. I don't think they're good enough to compete with Philly. I don't think they're good enough to compete with a Dodger team, with Shohei. Uh, you know, I don't know that they're good enough to compete with the Braves team. Um, I, I really think that, you know, I, I know this is going to make cardinal fans mad but i really think they're throttling down they think they have their starting pitching um you know and they're going to focus they're focusing on the bullpen right now they're they're trying to you know get the bullpen up to speed get it back to where it needs to be and i think they want to try to take their chances for the first 75 80 games with with this pitching staff and and see if they're good enough and maybe that leaves wiggle room at the trade deadline or to you know to add a piece mid-season but I just get the sense that there's there's contentment now with you know the starting pitching that they have in place. God,
1: I feel like this is becoming more of a December tradition than Christmas. Hmm. We'll talk about the trade <laughs> deadline and be free of the trade deadline, sweet mother of mercy. Well, let me ask this this question because with the Cubs spending the money they spent on Craig Council. I can't imagine that they're just going, yeah, the team that we have is the team that we're going to field. You spend that kind of money on a manager. I don't think they're throttling down, so to speak. Uh, So therefore, do you think, and I realize this is probably a 100 percent opinion question, unless somehow somebody with the Cardinals has commented on it. But do you think if the Cubs went and got take your pick of whatever big name, certainly Otani would be mm-hmm. in that category, of course, uh, that that would then have a cause and effect impact on the Cardinals?
0: I, I think it would. You know, I, I think you would have to, you know, if, if the Cubs go sign Blake Snell or somehow end up with Otani, that would have to move your meter. That would have to let you know that you're going to have to be even better. But, you know, I, I just get the sense, you know. I, I know everybody out there hoping they're still in the uh yeah, you know, sweepstakes. That's or right. That, that's right. Know, they, could get, they could get Cease or, or Glass now, but I just get a sense from from John Mozellik that he's really happy with the three pitchers they signed before the winter meetings, and they're going to give it a go with this. You know, maybe it's a smokescreen, maybe it's a, a total smokescreen, and and we're getting it wrong. But I just sense from them right now that there's that they're content with the five starters they have in place.
1: Boy, oh boy, I got to tell you, I'm not happy to hear this. Uh, John Denton with us here on 101 ESPN. He is live at baseball's winter meetings. I teased this, and I heard you explaining it to Jackson during uh, the commercial break as we were getting ready to come back. Uh, People are interested in the Ford C. Frick Award Day because Joe Buck is one of the finalists, and I was under the impression that it might get announced Potentially during our show, but uh, what is the status of the announcement of the winner of that uh, Hall of Fame spot?
0: Yeah, originally it was on the schedule here to happen at nine a.m., but there was a there was a breakfast that we just—I yeah, was at breakfast with Ali Mamal. Uh, the, all the St. Louis media had breakfast this morning with him, so I think it got pushed back. And what I was told there's going to be a press release that comes out at eleven a.m. So, you know, we should know whether whether Joe Buck is. Entering the Hall of Fame and, and winning the same award that his, you know, prestigious father won years ago, and uh, you know, as, as a longtime Joe Buck fan and, and somebody who does not understand the Joe Buck hate, I'm really hoping he gets in. I, I've always admired Joe, and I mean, if you're the number one national broadcaster in football. Uh, baseball and then even the short is the golf number one guy like yeah. you're you're pretty good so i've never understood the, the hate especially in st louis for for joe buck he's 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 the best there is in the business
1: yeah he is uh, and he's he's a, he really truly is a first class person i can't say enough positive things about who he is away from the microphone much less his talent on and uh because we were discussing this on tma earlier today jackson is it correct that there are only two people in both the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which Joe is already a member of, and the Baseball Hall of Fame—that is, that is literally the truth. That—that is in broadcaster specific. That is the. There's only one player, and it's Cal Hubbard. Wow, mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. player. Cal Hubbard is the only player to who is both. a Missouri native. Yeah. So, if you are writing yeah. about this uh, in the next few hours, uh, John, there you go—a uh, uh-huh. rare you time go. where this show has contributed actual information. I would check to make sure it's accurate, though, before you use it.
0: Okay, all right, good. Uh, any, any help I can get, I'll
1: take it. Yeah, that is a, that's quite a fun fact. So that's another Missourian uh, who uh, is the only other person to be in both a pro football and baseball offense. And it's a matter of time for Joe. It's just a matter of will it be this year. Uh, the Cardinals have certainly operated, John, in a different matter of strategy. If you're talking about a smokescreen on starting pitching. They also are doing something that is inconsistent with pattern of past practice when it comes to being outward with the Tyler O'Neill talk. That is not the way they usually have handled a trade to just be so open with somebody being on the market. Um, What are your thoughts on on that? And I'm talking about not just the trade and what could possibly be coming back in return, but also the Cardinals being open with the fact that they are looking to trade Tyler O'Neill.
0: Yeah. You know, usually before you can even get a sentence out of your mouth, Mo kind of interjects and, and cuts you off and says, I'm not talking about specific players. I'm not naming names. I'm not doing that. Well, you know, he goes on the MLB radio and name, not only does he talk about Tyler specifically, but he names him by name and, you know, we were all kind of taken aback by that and and Mo couched it as well. You know, everybody knows this is happening everybody knows he's, We've we've got to trade him and that sort of thing. But, you know, it's, I've gotten a lot of uh information from the background that, that it's uglier than we realize that there's a lot of acrimony uh you know Tyler undoubtedly views himself as an everyday player. The Cardinals think he's an everyday player, but he's not going to be an everyday player for them and you know this thing has there's really festered behind the scenes uh the, the the thing that happened early in the season you know that's kind of been simmering below the surface between ollie and and, and Tyler and you know, it's 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 to the point where both sides need a, a fresh start and uh there is a lot of uh you know, kind of bad blood on, on both sides. They've both remained professional through it and and it, it was shocking that they named him by name, but I think it's very obvious to everyone that they need to trade Tyler O'Neill and in a perfect world they would trade him for a seventh, or eighth inning guy who can get the ball to Ryan Helsley. They, they're definitely going to trade him. It's just, you know, are you going to get a prospect? Are you going to get a low-level reliever? Or can you get a, you know, a, a, a named guy who has a proven past who can who can help you get the ball to Ryan Helsley at the end of the game?
1: I gather by what you are saying that you do not expect what Cardinal fans would consider to be fireworks between now and the time you uh, check out from your Nashville hotel. <laughs>
0: I don't think so. No, I think it's I think today's going to be quiet. Uh you know, they're going to continue talking to agents. Um uh, there there's a guy that with the Astros last year. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard the rumors, you know, uh, Phil Mayton. He went to he's from Chat, uh, Chapman, uh, Illinois. Um you know, hour and a half from St. Louis. He's born in Paducah, Kentucky. He's pitched really well for the uh for the Astros last couple of years. I think he had the number 1 hard hit rate in, in baseball. He had the lowest uh, exit velocity in baseball. So he's he's a guy who gives them swing and miss. That could happen today. You know, that's not the level of the Dylan Cease and the Tyler Glassnels that, that Cardinal fans want to hear. But there could be, a you know, a lower-level move coming to, to add a bullpen arm later today. But I wouldn't expect fireworks. A lot of buzz uh, regarding the
1: Yankees and Juan Soto. What are you hearing regarding that?
0: Yeah, that one's... Uh, that one's very contentious, and you know, obviously the, the the Padres are asking for the moon, and the Yankees don't want to give it up. And you know, they the, the Yankees are counting on the fact that the, the Padres have to clear payroll, they have to trade Juan Soto, and you know, so it, they're gonna they're they're gonna try to give away as little as possible because they think the Padres are desperate, and you know, the, the Padres are trying to hang on and get as much as they can. So it's kind of a a staring match, you know, between those two now and. Eventually, one one side will cave, and he'll probably be a Yankee. And it just depends on are they going to give up five prospects or four prospects? You know, so it's it's going to come down to that kind of showdown between the two sides.
1: John Denton with us live at the winter meeting. Say, final thought. I don't know if you had a chance to read what uh, Buster Olney and Ken Rosenthal wrote. Uh, John, but both were outspoken in pieces late, la- not late last night, but last evening uh, regarding the winter meetings, certainly critical of Otani and how it's a missed opportunity for Otani as agent and baseball as a whole to grab headlines that would then lead to people talking about baseball in December at a time where the college football playoff news is over and you're in between NFL games and you're still early in the NBA and NHL seasons uh, that this, this with no deadline, that these winter meetings made us come and go without a whole lot of activity. And as you mentioned at the outset of our conversation, that Otani is this domino. And if he doesn't do anything, then nothing will be done in general at the winter meetings of substance. Do you think it would be good for baseball to have some kind of deadline that then increases the action and forces the action? Similar to what is seen in particular, I think, with with the
0: NBA? yeah yeah it, it would be but i you know i kind of laugh at you know media basically complaining that hey we're, we're here we don't have anything to do do something for us make our jobs I, days ag- days. I, ag- I agree i not- agree with that exact assessment that's what that that's what i feel like this is about <laughs> yeah it's, it's media who want something to do who want to be done with this who want those you know stop checking their phone every three seconds and that sort of thing but you know yes it would be great for baseball but i mean Shohei Otani's a unicorn, Like We've never had a player like him. We've never had a guy who was the best hitter and the best pitcher in the game. You don't know if he's going to pitch again. Like, all that has to be written into the contract. And and we're talking about the largest contract in baseball history. So, you know, $650 million, that's not just going to happen at the snap of a finger. That's, you know, there are, there are teams that have to get big-time approval from their owners. And you have to write in all these insurance things in case the guy never pitches again so I mean he's a rare a rare case you know usually you have a top free agent it's it's you know slam dunk you either want him or you don't but there's so much on the line with this guy with you know with the injured arm and how many years can you go and can you give him 650 million can you give him 700 million so it's it's going to be an astronomical number and I, I just think he's kind of a unicorn and that's why it's hit a snag this year.
1: Jackson, uh, you have a look of concern on your face. Not concern. I just want to make an amendment. So Cal Hubbard is the only player to be in both. There are two broadcasters who are both have the Ford C. Frick Award and the Pete Rose Award. That is Al Michaels and Joe's father, Jack Buck. There we go. How about, See how about that? Yes. Yep. There I, think, it is.
0: I think Joe would. I think Joe would be more honored that he's going in to the same hall with his father. I think that would mean more to him than anything. Oh, you know, absolutely.
1: Please absolutely, please absolutely. Please yeah,
0: I, I wondered help. about Al
1: Michaels. We were talking a little bit. He called the World Series. He started with the Cincinnati Reds, and of course, we don't need to go into Jack Buck's biography in St. Louis. Everybody knows about it. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the I, I, you know, you know, Johnny's going in. It's just a matter of will it be today, and uh, we will find out in a matter of uh, potentially minutes. John Denton will be covering. You can follow him on Twitter throughout the course of the day and read him as well on MLB.com uh, and getting his perspective on what takes place with the winter meetings and inevitably the Cardinals making a move. It's just a matter of what that move will be and when it will take place for the bullpen and most likely Tyler O'Neill as well. John, always enjoy catching up with you. I know you're super busy down there, and uh, we appreciate you uh, fitting us into your schedule. Thank you so much for your time, John. Appreciate it, man.
0: Thank you, guys. I'm, I'm headed to a gym tomorrow to work out with Sunny Gray. So you guys say your prayers for me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't awesome. wait to read that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: nice. Thanks, <laughs> John. Thanks, John. All right. Take care, guys. Uh, John Denton with us live from Nashville. Your thoughts are welcome. 314 646. Got the YouTube chat going as well. Tiny pee in there holding it down. I can imagine? I thought that it might be weird that they're only. The, the cal hubbard was the only guy in there so when i that looked it, like it up player so play it wasn't popping up for broadcasters, so i had to like literally go in and look at every single winner from frick and or the Roselle award and backtrack oh, it wow and so uh yeah and jim nance is in both the football hall of fame and the basketball hall of fame ah, yeah. ah. and i assume i don't know if golf has a hall of fame or centralized hall of fame well, it does and I Certainly assume he doesn't have have the as attention. well. Yes, I mean, if he isn't, he will be. So we yeah, right. Joe in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, so that announcement will be coming your way, it sounds like, at 11 o'clock. And BK and Ferrari will have that if we do not have it uh, by the time we get out of here. Second half of the program coming your way. It's Balloon Party on 101 ESPN.